Hello and welcome to Ibrox Uncovered, the ultimate Rangers podcast with Mark Hately, Alec Ray and me, Lindsay Heron. Well, is this the toughest spell in Steven Gerrard's Rangers career? Rangers are out of the Champions League. They've lost 4-2 in aggregate to Malmo. They now go into the Europa League and they've also lost their second match of the league campaign, losing at Tannadice last Saturday. Three defeats in a row. Gentlemen, not a good week for Stevie G. No, not a good week. Start the season, you set a tone very early and gets you on uh, a positive street. Unfortunately, at this particular moment, I don't know whether it's because of you know the two international competitions we've had on through the summer, people coming back, trying to get game time into players, different levels of fitness, uncharacteristic performances by certain inv- individuals. This time last year, we were zero goals against still. This season, we look like we're going to concede goals. I think it will be a worry, a worry that can be solved. The thing is, Alec, I mean, they know these games are coming around, that the preparation should yeah. have been in place. Were they rusty? Were they not ready? Were the preparations well, not right? No, well, I think when you look at the pre-season schedule, I think he was happy with the teams that they'd actually done. They'd started in the lower at Charlton, Tranmere, and then they've, they basically worked up to English Premiership and then finished with Real Madrid. So I think if you're looking at the preparation, I think you can only accommodate four or five. Mark just touched on certain individuals away, so you're limited because they're coming back in drips and drabs. I don't think you can look for excuses. You know, there's there's been times yeah. over the... It should be strong enough. Yeah, well, I, I think if you look back to, to Mark's day as well, you know, these guys were all coming back for Euros, World Cups and things. So you, you have to adapt and you have to um, go about your business better. I think one of the, the best quotes I heard last night for the start of the season was underwhelming. You know, <laughs> everyone was going into the, the season with high expectations. The, the standards were very much risen last year. We we waxed lyrical last year about, you know, the defensive shape, the attacking threat they had, the options they had. And then you look at them at the moment, so obviously there's a disappointment, and we'll touch on Dundee United later. But when you actually look at the four goals that they actually conceded over the course of that two, the two games. Now, if you take it within the actual time frame of the two games, mm-hmm. you're, you're actually looking at conceding four goals in about 10 or 12 minutes. I know. You know, it's, it's astonishing. And, and, and I think that'll be the thing with Stephen. Obviously, you can make individual errors as as was proven uh, over in Malmo. So that, you know, you can understand that, that these things happen. The man in which they lost the goals last night, and obviously hearing Stephen speak after the game, where he said, if you can't pick up at basic throw-ins and allow the opposition now... You can actually dissect more goals. Basics. And yeah, basics. basics. And, and, and the thing is, I always felt as if this is a real good chance to regroup the balls out of play. It allows you to, as, as yeah. a defender, get tight to the striker, get a, a midfielder in front. Stop that and, first pass. And, and then yeah. basically you become in control of that situation because you have the time to actually regroup. And for them to carve us open in the manner where they did in two instances in the space of a couple of minutes... That would be the alarming thing for me because it's the fine detail. Because when you get to that level and you're playing against decent players, and I thought the big striker for them was a decent yeah, yeah. Uh, striker. Yeah, you're playing against champions. Yeah. So they're going to have really top top players. That's why they are champions. That's why we were champions. If you're not at it, you're going to get your bum tickled, aren't you? Yeah. And then I, I just felt as if, you know, I, I, I mean, you, when you break the, the, the game down last night, Lindsay, I thought the first half, you know, it was a proper European night. The fans were very much up for it. The manner went about their business, I thought, oh my God. Excellent. They're gonna, yeah, they're, they're going to kind of strangle the life out of. Malmo another concern for me Mark was and we've obviously just met a couple of minutes ago prior to coming on here the one thing that I found alarming was why were we allowing Malmo to play out for the back when you'd a spare man so you could have went like that put four up just go there you go man for man deal with that yeah and absolutely then, and then what happens is it's a fighting ball they don't have control of it you ha- you've then got the ball in the air and you're competing with a one striker even if he flicks it on there's nobody to run onto. Yeah. so I thought from the very start it was very naive for us to drop off and then press for me Press up and then go long. Why aren't we doing that? Why aren't we doing that? 
that's back down to the basics again. You know, it's a simple thing, but have you got the characters on the pitch? That can see that. Yeah, but, but yeah, but you you Mark, look to the bench, Mark, you look see, to the bench, Mark, but you have to have individuals that can fix a problem as it's going on. Yes. On the pitch. Yeah. But Mark, listen, you've got 15 minutes to assess the whole situation to see how you're going to build your game plan because the game plan has literally changed at half time because they've become more difficult against 10 men. I don't, that's no, what I don't it, get. No, but it doesn't become more difficult. Surely the game plan goes as listen, we can afford to be a lot more aggressive in the press. The goalkeeper's trying to take an eternity to take set plays, which you do yourself. So why not just go, right, okay, push up push up, push up. So you put your four offensive players up and allow them to go long rather than give them a foothold because they actually grew in stature in the game. The fans get anxious, then they get the goal, then all of a sudden the, the tie's effectively done because they get that second one and we just couldn't break them down. That would be another disappointment for Stephen that you have so much possession up until that final third again and the actual quality going into the box with bread and butter for their, yeah, their centre-half. That has been a problem for us for a while. I think having shots on target, you know, we've been down minimal numbers, I would say, over this period of the season. Yep. Not having shots, having too many touches, feeding the ball wide, feeding it back into the middle. Instead of taking on shots and making goalkeepers make mistakes yeah. or making errors, that's another basic it is what it is right now, but it needs fixing quick. But how damaging is this, though? I mean, we talked about the money yep. in our previous podcast when Dave King was on, and he alluded to how much money is out there with two Champions League qualifications. So that's £30 million out the window. That's gone. You now must get into Europa League, surely. That has been the, the cash cow for us, hasn't it? Conservatively, yep. 20, £20 million plus. That's your next yeah. go-to. And that's coming very, very quickly. It's coming next week, yep. and it's going to be travelling as well. You're looking at all these things. Friday night becomes a big game for us. I mean, how do you react? You, you guys have both suffered the pain of going out of a Champions League qualifier. Uh, Moscow for yourself, yes. Alec, and you, you know, part of Prague yeah, for yeah. you, Mark, and Levski for Sofia. And these are really difficult moments. How do you recover it's from character, it? It is, it is. Character. I said last night, you can't afford to let your head go down. This is what you are. You are playing for a champion side. You cannot afford to let that head go down. You've got to be up. You've got to analyse where it's all going wrong. You think about it for 24 hours and you park it and move on. As I said last season in all the podcasts, that's the secret. Playing back in my day, and I always cast back to my days because it was championship, championship, championship. I played in that period. It is difficult sometimes when you're coming off your holidays to get back going again, especially when you're playing at international level. I think we started a season where we had one win in the first four games or something. We had a draw, draw, a loss. And all of a sudden it said, oh, panic, the panic, have panic. Come oh, off. yeah, yeah. And that's where your players need to get together and get, you know, bang a Rally. few heads. Yeah, have a talk between themselves. I and mean, even the manager will be talking to them and the, the boys behind the scene will be talking to them. But this is where you, you get your dressing room. You get your Stephen Davis and Tav and all that lot. Golson that's all been playing yeah. in this period. And that's where you knock it all down. You'd have been in, Alec, in, yeah, in well, those listen, sort of dressing rooms. Yeah, you guys like Barry yeah. Ferguson, Fernando, yeah, yeah. Big Dad was very vocal as well. So you, 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 you get guys, sorted. Yeah, and the thing is, it's listen, there's no two ways about it. The, you know, the aftermath, and the, you, you've seen that in the last couple of weeks as well with, with the opposition. Once you get knocked out, Lindsay, it's, it's a free-for-all. So the next couple of days when they battle down the hatches, you know, there'll be all sorts of rhetoric coming out, you know, people saying it's the end of the world and all this. The one thing you have to do is that you have to refocus. You have to regroup. And I think that's obviously what they have to do. Now, you're right, Mark. I actually think Friday becomes a really important game because I think you need to get back to winning ways, first and foremost. It then allows you to then, because of the, the Friday game, it allows you an extra day for next week's game. Because as you mm -hmm. rightly said, Lindsay, there's going to be a European tie next Thursday, isn't it? You have to reflect to where you were this stage last season and what you were doing. Mm -hmm. What we were doing well was the basics well. And from the basics, a platform comes to do the rest of the stuff. I think that's key. Absolutely. I mean, Dunfermline, you know, they're obviously a championship side. Yeah. They're struggling a little bit. They're coming off the back of a 3 nothing defeat at home to Partick Thistle. 
coming to Ibrox and of course their manager is the mercurial Peter Grant who'll be loving it coming to Ibrox and is sitting in that away dugout I'm sure he'll get a warm welcome he <laughs> <laughs> was so professional and what you said there is a warm welcome yes He's, I was going to say we a straight face but that wouldn't be true either listen I think Grant he'll get a, a brilliant uh, reception as always he, he, let's put it this way his usual reception listen I, I've known Peter for a few for a few years now and uh, he's a character but the one thing I know about him is he'll be trying to set up his team to put a he will see a wounded animal at the moment you know it'll be an opportunity for him because the thing is it's a free hit because no one in their right mind is going to actually think that Dunfermline can come to iBooks and get that result Rangers need to be professional I've been interested Mark because do you rest people because obviously the, or do you try and get minutes into people do you bring in Patterson just to try and get my run out? But for me, the Cedric one's so important. Cedric yeah. Hitton. I mean, he, last, I'm, I just go back to last night and the balls are going out wide and coming into the box and that was seemed to be the way for me. Why aren't you putting him on? You know, he's a big boy. He's, he's proven he can score goals with his head in, in the box. The delivery where the ball was coming from last night, it was not near the byline. It was deep. So it was the same cross all the time. So yeah. you move the ball forward another five metres, it becomes a different ball to attack. You move it forward another five metres and it becomes an easier ball to attack. So, yeah. Mark, Mark, I was going to say in terms of, because this is obviously the discussion on Friday night, what do you actually do? Because the one thing I think is an, an interesting one, I thought Morelos was excellent last night. Yeah. You know, I thought, yes. I thought he was Energy. really... Set yeah. the tone right from the beginning by chasing that I, ball down. As the game was wearing on, I got the impression that he was dipping a little bit, but just because he hasn't really trained. You know, he came back into training last Thursday or Friday. Mm -hmm. So he's probably had two sessions under his belt. Do you give him more game time, Mark, purely for the point of view as you're trying to get him up to speed? Because yeah. we've got no firm game in a couple yeah, of weeks or, as well. Yeah, what do you do? You don't start him or do you bring him on when the game comes down a bit? That's probably what they did, but that's what Stephen does. He, You know, he, he is a 60-30. A that's that's what they've done for the last two two seasons. Yes. They started guys for 60 minutes, they bring a 30 on the substitute, and then the substitute starts the next game and plays 60. Then the, the, get him up to speed and get everybody up to speed and get everybody game time but you know Jermaine Defoe in you, the mix in, in the mix so do you go a fresh front line Mark see the, see the thing for me is because of the cup record since Stephen came in you have to get through the tie whatever way you look at it you know you can talk about getting people minutes and things but you have to get the personnel on the park that will actually get you that, that, that result that you require it is an interesting point, guys. I mean, what do you do? I mean, obviously Kamara and Rufke come back in because they can't play in mm -hmm. Europe for yeah. the next two games. And they're, they're a big miss, actually. Yeah. Patterson, do you give him a chance? Yeah. Do you give him a run? Defoe, does he start, like you say? I mean, do you, do you play the we, players that need the we've minutes? We've got bags of options. Yeah. We've got bags of options, and it's picking the right option right now for this team. Mark, do you know an interesting thing for this? I think you also have to factor in the games that are coming. And, yeah, yeah, that's and, what I'm and, saying. And it's, and it's this is a this is a juggling act that Stephen has because he has to get through this tie on on Friday night. Yeah. If you think it's bad now, if the worst case scenario happened on Friday night, you know seriously, this, you know this tie on Friday night needs to be a five, six, seven. That's what it needs to be, and that's what it needs to boost everybody, the supporters, the team, get the confidence back. That's what you would expect yeah. this group to be able to do against the Dunfermline. Well, let's see if they play with the same intensity as they did on the first half last night because throughout the course of this campaign, there were four games in, for me, that was the best 45 that I'd, I'd seen so far. It was more yeah. like the Rangers that I'd actually yeah. witnessed last year where it was high tempo, Energy, overwhelming high tempo, teams. Yeah. Aggressive with the ball, aggressive through the lines and, and getting in behind Absolutely. defenders. You know, That's what we didn't do at the weekend. That in itself should send the message to players, you know? Yeah. You mentioned a good point there, Lindsay, and, and thanks for coming this morning. Kamara and Roof, you know, because you need to get these guys up to speed because they two are key players going forward, you know, because if they're not going to play in Europe, they need to get the minutes somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So whether it's domestic or in the cup, because they've still got, obviously got um, the, the ban over, over the head. So it'll be interesting. I, I would most certainly play they two. Yeah, I think that'll be the case.
And then, of course, the draw could hardly be worse for Rangers in oh, terms of the travel it. problems. So it's either Alashkert of Armenia or Kairat Almaty from Kazakhstan. Well, see, you say. Well, see, the, see the, uh, listen, <laughs> Armenia, uh, uh, you know, Ar- Armenia, Mark, it's just north travel, of, travel, just travel. North of uh, where is it? Iraq. Iraq, Iran, yes, yeah. Iran, yes. So, you know, it's, it's a can of joint. Will your hamstring take it on the flight to get over there? Slight hamstring, yeah. I'll be stretching my legs out <laughs> for that one, I think. Yeah, bit of time in the sun. It's flying at this stage of the scene. That's the last thing you won't be doing. You'll be doing long journeys, playing in the heat, then having to come back. And I think that the, the old second fun. week after that, we're all firm within like, what, 30, 48 hours, just over 48 hours. So you've got that to worry about as well. Well, I think the first tie is at Ibrox, isn't it, yeah. Lindsay? Next so you would, you would like to rack up a decent uh, result, and it may well be the case that no, obviously we'll get ahead of ourselves and we'll touch on that closer to the time. But ideally, what you would like to do is get a positive result and maybe drop a couple out rather than travel. Maybe a Steve Davis, McGregor. Yeah, very important. For Stephen Gerrard, though, this is probably the first time that he's been scrutinised again in, the, in over a year, Mark. It was the, obviously the the second season when they came back from the winter training camp yeah. and it didn't work out. They had some poor results and, and the, the league campaign frittered away. But um, everything's been so rosy in the garden. How does he handle it? probably in the manner he's used to handling things you know as a player he's been in these sort of pressures um, dips in form or whatever how you get yourself out of it and probably thinking to himself it's getting back to basics and he's always getting back to basics I think a lot of work on the training ground I think a lot of talking behind the scenes his staff as well a little bit analysing the hell out of the last three games but that I think is what what you do you knuckle down that's what you have to do you knuckle down you analyse and then you try and put that into place that will counteract what's been happening over the last two or three games. But we found out, I think, for sure, last night, the first the first 45 minutes was the best that we've seen Rangers this season. So the key is there, you mm-hmm. know, that high energy, the high pressing, but it's just the basic stuff of defending. Yeah, so, but see, see when you talk about defending, Mark, mm-hmm. it's not just that back line because it's a defending as a unit. You get your midfielders to be in the right position. Mm-hmm. And that was a prime example last night when Joe Rebo just has to come in front of Balogun and he just the ball doesn't get into the box, Mark. Yeah, it was tortured well, down that stuff. left-hand side between Barisic and Balogun. That was a gap all day long in there for me. Yeah, it was, listen, it was yeah. a difficult night, but then you know, they'd have to regroup. Yeah, so back to Holanda or does Balogun ride this one out? Well, I, I think you, I think you're going to see chopping and changing depending on what the personnel is. I think domestically, Balogun gives you the ability to get up to the halfway line, be aggressive, and then obviously Hollander is for me suited so much better to European football. You know, and I think that's I think one he's reason. better suited to to, to Barisic as well. I think when they play together, you know, they Natural they balance. Com- they, uh, they complement each other very well. The other ramification is, I suppose, how impactful is this in terms of not just keeping your players, but luring others. I mean, I think the Champions League is such a lure. We don't know if, if Stephen's still trying to recruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might be. Well, I think Samuel's uh, linked from Fenerbahce uh, over the last couple of days for three and a half million pounds. Listen, again, it's just rumours and speculation. But if he came in, Lindsay, you're then saying to yourself, how top-heavy are we on that right-hand side? Because we've obviously got right. Mm-hmm. You've got Roof. You've also got Hadji comes, can, can play in that as well. And then you're bringing Samuel in. And our field. More of the offensive. You've got some options up there, Mark. For yeah. me, I think Arfield's more deeper. I've, I, I don't really like Arfield as a yeah. right. But what I'm saying is, if they're talking about Samuel as well, Lindsay, in terms of recruitment, because I think it's important to recognise it, it never stops. But that would suggest to me that he's not quite happy. He wants more in there. And is he under pressure to sell now, Mark? Do you think one of the key well, assets yeah, has to be good? Listen, the climate's changed very quickly, as we've seen, especially in Scotland. It rains, it's sunshine, and it's all that sort of stuff. But it's the same in football. You know, you, you, the 36 million or 35 million of Champions League money was there. Now it's not there. That cloud now comes. I think decisions will have to be made. But I think the, fi- the final decision will be made by Stephen. 
if somebody comes and made a big bid for any of our players, it will be down to Stephen whether he goes and that money then is reused to strengthen the team in that area, mm-hmm. that same area. So that's the important thing for me. I'd rather it be happening right now at the start of the season. As opposed uh, than, to the end. To, to the end, yeah, where you start to fall away and you can't, as we did after the Dubai trip. Yeah, That's the positive I get out of this. That You've got time to recover. You've got time to re rejig. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got one for you, Mark. You, you mentioned an interesting point there in terms of uh, Stephen has a final decision. I, I, I probably agree with that as well. I think he has a, a good bit of uh, autonomy in there where he can call, call I the I think shots. he's earned the right to have yeah, that anyway, over, over this couple but of years. The, the point I'm going to make is, Mark, does the contract situation for certain players play a factor in that? Because you don't want them to then get to the position where we were with Celtic was last year. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going to begin into the last year. They have their the assets uh, diminish. Does that become a, an issue? Because Stephen's already on record as saying, Kamara, yeah. you know, would like him to extend his, his representatives, are happy with the deal. Then you're looking at Golson, who's in his last year. Mm-hmm. So within three or four months, we get to January, he could potentially sign a pre-contract for someone. Do you want that city? So these are factors that I think, obviously, Stephen will be playing in his mind. And I think they're, they're, they're important factors because if you want to have a business model like we're hoping that Rangers do going forward, these are things that need to be addressed now. Is that not the perfect opportunity, Mark, to change the narrative? You got a picture of Goldson and Kamara sitting down signing contracts mm-hmm. before you played the firm on Friday. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, you bring I back a players, positivity. Players look at it that way as well. See what you're saying about Dunfermline? Mm-hmm. Would it not have been a better idea to sign it before Malmo? No, well, exactly. If that you're looking for yeah, that kind of one that before hit. Malmo. One, yeah, yeah, absolutely, Mark. Yeah, 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 you're picking your right moment, you know, to. But you, you know, want the biggest one is when you. Slow have the, news day. But yeah, but you, you just when it's a bigger, the biggest impact possible uh-huh. to, to benefit the club mm-hmm. and, and yeah. the team. So that would have been prior to Malmo for me, you know, to get these guys to. A reaction. So I think these things are still simmering away in the background and I think they're things that Stephen will obviously be uh, mindful of mm-hmm. I mean obviously Morelos has made no secret of the fact through his representatives that he you know he's got ambitions of playing elsewhere which you understand yeah. you yes. understand that but I have to say Lindsay this is the thing about Alfredo every year we come back and his representatives have got him to Timbuktu <laughs> FC do you know the thing yeah. is Mark can I say yeah I'm just going to cut you short there because he's a young man still right sure. as a striker yeah. and he's looking for he, you know, 28, 29, 30 when he gets to that age how good does he want himself to be Right, I did it because I went into Europe to become a, yeah, a, a, better, a better striker and learned a different techniques and, and all that sort of stuff. So I understand, I know, but more so driven by his agent right now, obviously, for, for, for the well, money. It's, it's beneficial for Absolutely. him. Absolutely. But it is beneficial for him as a player, as an individual, because when he does go into Europe, he will pick up a different system, that, that you know, a different way of playing the game, a different culture, and it will benefit him. Definitely will benefit him. So he will become a better player. Listen, we've all been there. We all wanted. We all went to different clubs to become better players. I don't knock him for yeah. that. You know. No, but, but what I was going to say on the on the second part of that was Mark that some players react differently to certain circumstances. Now the one thing we can say about Morelos is every year he pitches up and he's been linked to everybody throughout the course of the summer. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he's that window shuts, he goes about his business. He gets goals and he, he's been very effective for the for the team. I don't have any reservations about. Uh, I don't have any reservations that he will be pivotal going forward if they can manage to keep him there. I think we've mentioned before that um, 
he's the talisman for Rangers up front, isn't he? I mean, he, well, without doubt, you can't. I don't, I, you can't. Con you couldn't contemplate selling him, Mark, could you? Well, you got a goal scorer. Your goal scorer is what he is. I mean, he's there. Picks up his goal last night. The people questions last night: Is he ready to play? Should he be coming on as an impact player? But he's there for his experience and what he does in Europe. You know, he scores massive goals, massive amounts of goals in Europe as well. Yeah, that is always going to be attractive. Do you know the way he went about his business last night? Mm -hmm. He terrorised that Malmo backline single-handedly. Yeah, you know he's brilliant from, mid from from the go. Yeah, from from the off, he knew. So that gives you a flashpoint of what this boy can bring to the table. I've said this many times on this show and other shows. Morelos is by far the number one striker at Rangers. Mm -hmm. By far. Yes. You just couldn't contemplate accepting any offers, could you? Yo, everybody's because, got, yeah, listen, everybody's got a price, everybody Lindsay. Come has on. A everybody has a number. And you, you don't know what's going on in the background and who <laughs> Rangers have been monitoring. Because this situation is not a new situation with Alfredo. No. Right? It's been going on for a couple of years. You know, Ross Wilson would have come in. That probably would have been the first conversation with Stephen, what we're doing, all sort of stuff. And they would be looking from two years ago, way down the line, for a replacement for him. Never get caught with your trousers down by your ankles. <laughs> and, that's, and I would say that's probably where we are well informed on mm -hmm. what we're doing for going the future. Forward, yeah. yeah. So, okay, Friday, it's, it's got to be a massive performance and a big scoreline you think to, to get the confidence going again get everybody's confidence up I think it's you know get the fans back up you know the, it's a disappointment they must I mean it was jumping last night but died off and people were trailing away with 15-20 minutes to go and the only way to get the fans back on side with you is by winning and by winning that means you're scoring goals it's it's not rocking science and it's never changed if you're winning fans are with you all the time but times of trouble you get your diehards that stay with you but some do become critical no listen I can't, I can't uh, disagree I think obviously the fans come back in their droves last night it's great to Brilliant. see them back because yeah. the thing is they are the lifeblood of the football club they have been over the last mm -hmm. decade and they just want to see the performances of last year so the quicker they get into mm -hmm. some sort of and I said this at the weekend Mark, we we're went, guilty we're, of high standards that's yeah. what we're right well, on no, the yeah. expectations yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are, yeah. are very much yeah. risen and, and I, I welcome that because when Stephen came in the door the standards were on the ground mm -hmm. on the floor Mm -hmm. And I says, the quicker we get back to our mm. old ways, and see when you're actually demanding from your team. You're a victim you, of your it. own success. So so the great thing about it is, is you have to live up to the expectations, mm -hmm. you know, and you have to deliver. And that is why you're at a club like Rangers, because the fans demand. And that's why Stephen wants two or three players for every position. Because mm -hmm. the standards that we've set and the massively high standards of the performances we had last year, once you've set that bar right up there, that's you having to tip that bar or go over that bar mm. for for the foreseeable future, if you want to stay in the side. Yeah. Right? And that's what Stephen's done now. I think you, you go to the bench and you think, wow, look at that bench. That bench could be even stronger if it could, you know, one off, one on, it becomes a stronger team. So I think success always breeds that because you, you, have, you have that very, very high standard because it only comes from a high standard success does. So yeah. once that starts to drop, then the guys that are waiting in the wings to come and take your shirt will jump in and then they will start to hit the, the straps. And that means that you're out the side. So right now you've got people that are, f are fighting to get back to the standards that they were at a year or so, 18 months ago. Tough week for Rangers boys, but yep. they've, they've got it all in front of yes. them. Oh, yeah. it's all there. No, listen, listen, do you know the great thing about it is I see after a couple of days, Lindsay, even the supporters, you obviously have that emotional... Digest kinda, everything. Uh, absolutely. And then over there, then there's a the next challenge comes along. And that's, that's the beauty of being at a football club who are constantly playing. They need to get into the Europa League stage. They need to get in the next round of the cup. And they need to get up and running in, in, uh, in the league campaign. 
And listen, we all, we've all been there before. It's a case of showing character. Character it is. And two characters I'm with today. <laughs> Thanks very much for your time. Alec and Mark, we'll see you next time on Ibrox Uncovered. Remember, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at The Rangers Connection. Give us a shout and we'll try and get some information on the next show.